0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Eshu is the respected elder who flogs, confronts, and uncovers fools. That one versed in mysteries uses truth to own you. He causes scatter to feed poverty. Obatala shakes rascals to have sacrifice. The owner of warnings is the one who is Eshu. Oboru, oboye, May I ever reach your room. May I ever be accepted. May I ever allow what we desire to come to pass. And so we say, Ashe, Asheo, and Ashe. Divine, all blessed greetings and salutations this divine Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Monday evening, depending on where you are right now on the great Mother Globe. I'm certainly sharing again with you. And always for you, live virtually, verbally, cosmically, quantum universally from this working temple of the house of the divine prince. Hypotions hoodoo central in this beautiful, historic, enchanted, and most haunted, some would say most haunted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this hoodoo obey a light path and journey passing down the great ovia stick, along with the knowledge of the life-giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, and indeed minerals. And as our beloved Denise Augustine would say, our sacred stories. Our sacred stories. We are gearing up again to actively provide tour plus experience here in this beautiful city of New Orleans. And so we invite you to sign up, register, Get your appointment, your RSVP request in at www.oursacredstories.com. And we'll be more than happy to accommodate you moving forward. Of course, I can, as always, be reached by way of my website at www.houseofthedivineprince.com, www.houseofthedivineprince.com. And my email address, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, is divineprince at houseofthedivineprince.com. Divineprince at houseofthedivineprince.com. That is temporarily scrolling at the bottom of your screen. I will reshare the live link, streamyard link, in the active chat for those who wish to Come on in and join me. Uh, greetings, Goddess Initiative, Kayla Williams. Greetings, greetings, beloved. Far Eye for greetings, greetings. Nina Lloyd, welcome, welcome. Uh, did I miss anybody? Takara T, blessings to you. Beloved Rollins, <laughs> greetings, greetings. Thank you for joining in with us again, checking in with us again. We certainly am grateful for my long-term, long-time listeners and participants and co-host, but also my new listeners and, and participants, and soon-to-be uh, faithful co-host. A beautiful fun greetings, Evelyn Preston, greetings, greetings, um, Matt Austin Bay, greetings, greetings, and of course, the Goat Rider, the Master Builder, greetings. I'm always humbled and honored by any opportunity to come here and, and, and share this platform with you um, at High New U.S. Central Standard Time through multiple streams. Uh, first and foremost, my foundation is blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince. That live calling number is 845-277-9143. But I'm also as equally grateful for my YouTube, my Facebook, my Twitter, all the other social networking sites that we can now be shared and participated through my Cam page. Uh, I don't talk about my Earth Camp page enough, but I'm certainly grateful for any opportunities that I have to share with you in this sacred format that we self-create here at High Noon U.S. Central Standard Time or whatever time it is in your particular time zone. And those of you who keep showing up, who keep participating, always seeking to... Bring something new to add a little extra something to the show, only to be reminded by my most faithful listeners and and participants. Just stick to the constants. Just stick to the foundational uh, points, and and everybody would indeed be satisfied. But I am, you know, operating in a in a market that continues to expand each and every day with TikTok and. Instagram and and, um, all the various new technologies that are available for uh, practitioners and said practitioners and would-be practitioners to sort of come and and bring history, bring truth, bring knowledge, and indeed, ultimately bring the secrets and recipes of these traditions as we know and understand them. Um, I often intersect uh, many uh, tones, notes to create a harmony, uh, so that more than one demographic, more than one group of people hear my message, receive my message. I certainly don't want to um, uh, lessen, you know, the, the viability of the platform any more for the long term listener than I do for the for the new listener, any more for the you know the the established practitioner any more than I would for the person who's maybe just beginning. Um, So I often weave many notes, many tones together to sort of get a a point across, to get a message across. And I want to talk a little bit more about time traveling. I've talked about this on many occasions uh, uh, throughout the uh, dozen or more years that I've been doing blog Talk Radio, and certainly in the time that I've been doing the live uh, podcast. We've talked about quantum metaphysics. We've talked about time. We've talked about interdimensional space. We've talked about the fact that we live and exist within a a range of multidimensional spaces that coexist together to sort of make up and and create the the lattice or the the weaving of the basket that creates the reality that we exist in and that we indeed coexist and share with them. Time traveling is sometimes also used in therapeutic circles, and it can reference, uh, for example, someone who spends a great deal of time in their head, in their emotions, in their feelings, in the future, worrying about what if and what if this happened and and what if this were to occur, or what if I don't have enough, or or what if I'm not enough, leading to anxiety and anxiety-based anxiety based disorders, we also hear in some circles that living in the past creates uh, depression and other negative feelings and and a reoccurring time loop, if you will, of energy, of of hurtful words or events that reinforce a past that can only be relived in, in memory, but not entirely redone, renewed, rewritten. We can indeed, and I've discussed over the years, utilizing various sources to sort of reprogram, to do shadow work, to come at bringing more light to the shadow. And in some cases, indeed, understanding the shadow that might hide, that might lurk, you know, behind the lit the lit places. Uh, when, when the sun casts its, its, its great light, you know, upon a scene of trees or Or uh, physical objects, it indeed creates a shadow behind it uh, that is sometimes lost if we don't move around or or shift position or shift how we might view a person, place, thing, or any particular uh, subject matter. So I want to talk a little bit more about time traveling from various perspectives, uh, not just the therapeutic ones, of course the idea that we uh, can only really occupy the present. Our greatest power, our greatest magic, our greatest uh, connection with, with God, if you will, is that which we create and recreate in the right now, in this most present moment in time space. For indeed, the past is now just a memory. What I said 13 minutes ago is now just a memory. And you'll have to go back and catch it in the archive, and indeed what I might be conjuring up to speak forward in the next, you know, 15 minutes still only exists in the realms of of imagination until it has been crystallized in the present, in, in the present moment that we live and breathe and have our being in our existing, in our existence within. Understanding that we always begin each and every endeavor on the foundation of our great ancestors. We rest and have our very being in the shoulders of mighty, mighty ancestors, those who came before us, who literally laid the foundation upon which we now have our standing and our being in, in biology, in, in, in chemistry, in, in DNA, in, in physical makeup. But they also continue to exist and coexist as is now supported by science in DNA memory. And science now supports what we in, in the realm of voodoo have always understood, and that is that the dead never leave us, those who pass on never leave us, the ancestors really never depart from us as long as we keep their energy alive, keep their names alive, and indeed recognize that it exists in our blood. And DNA is still a new entryway into science, a new you know marketplace for debate and conversation and and speculation, but it's still a very powerful powerful tool that many are discovering to connecting the dots between uh, where we are today and and perhaps where we were before. So as humans, we indeed carry and and possess a great ability to move in and out of time space And and not just the present one that we physically occupy, but indeed when we get lost in the daydream, when we get lost in the memory of, we are momentarily, temporarily suspended between more than one time space. And so those who we uh, uh, suppose would be living a great deal of their waking time worried about the future as opposed to planning or creating for the future. As a, and those who are spending a great deal of their time living and existing in sort of a past that now cannot be re-raced or rewritten, but, but certainly improvements to ourselves, to our environments, to our communities can be made to ensure that a different outcome. Continues to move forward for for not only ourselves but then those who would follow us. So time travelers, not just the you know extraterrestrial ones or the, or, or those you know guys who step in and out of the matrix, you know, and kind of throw a wrench in, in the work every now and again um, to sort of mix up what is the seasonings of life. But indeed, when we wake up in the morning, and we reinforce first our connection to God, understanding that the black woman is God, the black woman is God, the black woman is God, and therefore all humanity passes through the womb of the black goddess is born born divine. Um, I've here in the last few days been using sort of the analogy of being born human, You are indeed first an infant, a toddler, an adolescent, but still human nonetheless. And so we are dually created spirit, created divine, in balance with this physical nature, this physicality that we temporarily coexist within. And so we're born God each and every day that we confirm and reaffirm this in our own consciousness. We send that energy back out into the universe to return to us, not void, but created and recreated in a reality that mirrors our own best interests. So we reaffirm our connection to God, our connection to divinity, preferably at the rising of the sun. Many of us now live in these artificial dimensional spaces of time. We don't get up with the sun anymore. We aren't, you know, witnessing the moon at night. Many of you are getting up to an alarm clock or getting up to your pets or getting up to your children or your spouses. Not many of us still live and exist in harmony with nature. So sometimes we have to remind ourselves to do so, set an alarm to do so, keep a note to to remind us to not only check in, you know, with the moon, you know, once or twice or four times a month, but indeed each and every day we reaffirm our presence in the cosmic universe, our presence in in the body of God, in the body of, of that which is spirit, each day that we indeed resonate in our in our consciousness. We don't just celebrate, you know, still having physicality, you know, with, with each waking day. Though we hear that a lot, you know, we, we're grateful for the breath of fresh air. We're we're, we're for, you know, that waking moment, you know, but I also uh, only suggest that we reinforce our presence in God, in the cosmos, in the universe before we begin to think about anything else that may or may not be happening in our day. Uh, my second or third question is, is often, how do you feel? How do you feel the first affirming your God self? and acknowledging your physical self when you take that breath, when you realize that you're still operating in humanity, how do you feel? And if we cannot answer these questions in the most affirmative of vibration, it is indeed a sure hint that we might have some shadow work that might need to be be addressed. So time traveling and time travelers are important an important dynamic to our being human, certainly as creative people, as artisans, as uh, musicians, as writers, as people who, who sculpt in, in clay, who paint, um, who create poetry, who, who write lyrics, who um, use other forms and modes and methodologies of, of creating and, and, and being a part of the extended uh, creation we indeed have an opportunity to not only, I lost where I was in my own thoughts. (laughs) Uh, We indeed have an opportunity to not only create and recreate uh, a reality that mirrors our our best interests, but to ensure that we're moving forward in the process. So when we ask ourselves, how do we feel? And we're not affirming the most uh, uh, positive, uh, responses, then it's an opportunity for us to to strengthen our light and to indeed go into our our shadows and and pull out that which might otherwise be hindering us from furthering um, ourselves along the journey. So time travelers, so time travelers as artisans, as creators, I'm back on track now. As those who make things, create things, who add something to our lives, spend a great deal of time looking into a, a, a supposed future that mirrors our best interests. It might be a product. It might be a service. It might, it might be a special gift that you have, an instrument that you play, and you envision yourself. You might be a public speaker, and so you envision yourself giving the successful uh, demonstration, giving the successful public speaking event, giving the successful showing of your of your products, seeing yourself complete a job interview or, or, or passing through some other life challenge successfully. So we are, as humans, divinely created to be time travelers. On another note, we may indeed be descendants of an extraterrestrial ancestor, uh, which has programmed us to be. Uh, sensitive to time traveling and interdimensional time space in preparation for a greater self that even we as a human race cannot presently uh, envision. But we could do a whole nother show on just on just that topic. But indeed, artisans, uh, cooks, chefs, you, you see the final product that you're creating. You, you envision your fresh ingredients or maybe the fresh ingredients that might be available to you at the marketplace that particular day at that time. And then you envision a final product that you can whip up, that you can prepare. So we are all as human and divinely created as humans, are given access to the past, to the present, in our to the past, to the future, in our present state of being so that we indeed can have some point of reference for building upon and then creating and recreating. I um, don't really teach or share or like to talk about things that I haven't done myself, haven't tested, tried, been through indeed myself. And so it was at a very, very young age, I would say, that um, me and my sister Wapani started playing around with ideas that you typically don't associate with toddlers and and young children. But we can even now as adults remember playing around with um, ideas of meditation, ideas of of rhythm and and synchronicity, um, ideas of time travel. And we could share a a created sacred space of some sort that, that as children we instinctively knew how to do. Uh, and find ourselves, you know, visiting Asia, bi- visiting little children on the other side of the planet. And, and we sort of teach and in some cases beat this sort of practice out of children. We, we overdevelop um, our, our children to outgrow imagination. And imagination, indeed, is the intellectual property of today, whether you be in, in science, technology. Uh, pharmacology, uh, any other advanced industry. It is indeed those who are not only educated and degreed, but those who are still able to access their imagination as it relates to solving the problem, the equation, the the complexity of, of whatever the subject matter is that the expert is addressing. is indeed those people who are the highest paid, the most valued, And as society continues to move forward in technological advancement, move forward in in discovering the skies, move forward in better understanding what lies at the bottom of the ocean, better understanding how we're able to tap, you know, power within the lives and bodies of our plants and our vegetation life, we will see more of those positions being given to those who are not only most educated, most skilled and most trained, but most able to access their imagination and use their imagination in addressing whatever the said issue, problem, block, or complication is. Um, I like to watch a lot of documentaries, as you can imagine, and, and I've watched many documentaries on using uh, mushrooms and peyote and, and, and other substances for uh, tr- you know, transforming the mind, uh, transforming uh, mental health imbalances, um, addressing uh, perhaps a- addictive issues, and one of the common denominators that I've witnessed in seeing these documentaries is our ability to tap and utilize imagination to heal ourselves. So when we set up a block or an illusion of a block, an issue, a complication around an event, you know, around an incident, uh, and then add layer and layer of energy on top of that, sometimes over years, sometimes over decades, sometimes over the course of, you know, of a, of a lifetime, that energy takes on a, a whole nother life of its own. And so the ability to be able to go back in our minds and readdress what we might uh, otherwise uh, look at as a mistake or or a challenge or another way of doing something or addressing something. It's something that I'm offering that, that God and the gods and the ancestors built into the system of our becoming more and more in line with our God selves, our divine selves. And so being able to move forward in our minds, in our imaginations, and perceive a reality that may not mirror our past, that may not mirror, you know, what we might be living and experiencing today, but being able to create a goals and, and a road, uh, a goalpost, uh, for lack of better words, that we can build towards, whether it be financially, whether it be physically, uh, whether it be um Again, in developing a skill or some other attribute that we want to enhance uh, within ourselves, our divine nature is to travel and to bring the travel, to bring the experience back into the present moment so that we can then utilize that and and build on. Certainly it is not to be stuck in the living in just the future or stuck in the living in just the past because then nothing is spent into <laughs> keeping you alive in the present. Uh, greetings. Oh, excuse me. Greetings, Tyson, beloved. Tyson Horn, welcome to the show. Imani Sankofa, greetings. Greetings, greetings, sacred love lessons. Peace and blessings to you. Aunt Mary's niece, a.k.a. Lady Q. Welcome, welcome, T. Warner. Greetings, Chef Bougie. Uh, Kevin Brooks. Uh, and Chef Bougie, I'm just going to envision that Arisha is not very far behind, but I'm certainly grateful for all of my um, participants, listeners, friends, family, and who tune in at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time to hear me rattle on about quantum metaphysics and math and spirituality and science and religion. I'm certainly grateful for you. Um, And let me check my blog talk radio, which I often don't do enough, at area code 845-277-9143, 845-277-9143. Indeed, when you're ready with your question, comment, or request, press the number one on your telephone keypad. This will sort of virtually raise your hand for me, and it'll let me know that there's a caller in queue, and I will unmute your mic and bring you into the conversation. And I will be vetting all StreamYard participants um, moving forward uh, as well uh, to ensure that you are who you say you are behind the mask. (laughs) That the great odds doesn't turn into the great pumpkin, (laughs) you know, in the middle of our podcast. So I'm grateful for everyone. So I believe that, you know, the ability to sort of transcend time and space is something that that's divinely innate. It is indeed divinely inherent. I would say that the the great superpower, the great gods, built it into the machinery, if you will, to give us a greater ability to create and recreate a reality that mirrors our best interest right here and now in the present. But we can live, over-focus on the future and not do the work in the present. We can get stuck in over-focusing on, on a past and not do the necessary work to move things forward in the present. And so there's, as in all things voodoo, all things ifa, all things ATR, there's balance. There's, again, seeking of, of balance in all things. I can remember being able to consciously move in and out of time um, as a child. And, and, and now with a, a more mature mind, quite possibly, you know, as a, a a way of buffering myself, you know, against against trauma. But I could, you know, I would often, especially as I got older, uh, 15, 16, 17, you know, I would take public transportation wherever I was at the time, whatever city I was in at the time, and I would find the the wealthiest neighborhood that I could walk into, that I could, you know, bust into, take the subway into, and project myself into a future, you know, that did not in any way mirror the reality that I had experienced, nor the reality that I was going through or experiencing at the time, and and, and in many ways still have not acquired, still have not reached, but created a reality that was very um, um, accessible, one that felt real, that looked real, that smelled real, that I could walk in and out of at will that would project me outside of the trauma of the day, the trauma of the moment, whatever circumstance my life was in, you know, in that time and would envision myself in a future, whether it was was in this life, you know, or even into another life, but a future that did not mirror the reality that I was experiencing at the time. And so from doing, you know, mind exercises with, with my baby sister to being a, a teenager on the street at 14, 15, 16, trying to envision a reality other than the one that was bringing me pain in the moment opened up opportunities for me to explore um, using sort of these universal laws to my own healing, but also to my own benefit. And I'm finding that now, you know, as a person of a, a particular age group, um, being able to tap your your emotion, being able to tap your imagination, Uh, Being able to come up with the next creative, you know, storyline, the next uh, creative content, you know, that you're going to post, you know, um, has everything to do with our ability to not only see and exist in the present and understand what's rational, what's usable, what's plausible, what's practical within the present, but to also use our imagination to create. And, and recreate realities that might not necessarily mirror our present uh, that can only show up in, in forms of art demonstration, forms of literary uh, demonstration, other forms of creative uh, demonstration. I remember being asked in university once upon a time, um, you know, what was the purpose of creativity? What was the purpose of A God or a universal uh, body or spirit uh, giving humanity imagination, giving us creativity, you know, and and it's indeed the ultimate problem solver is creativity, Uh, but we often separate creativity from the challenge, from the illusion of the issue, the block, the complication. Um, And another way of viewing that is the athlete who puts themselves through, you know, a certain amount of predetermined uh, what some of us might equate as torture, what others might see as, you know, exercise or (laughs) physical development, you know, in order to reach a certain goal. And so are we as spiritually and emotionally, you know, and creatively uh, imaginative? You know, as what we are now expecting our, our physical bodies to develop to, to grow to, to, to exert to. And in some cases we're taking shortcuts, you know, plastic surgery, a, a little pump here and a, a little additive there. You know, in, in some places we're still, you know, taking shortcuts to achieve what might not necessarily be a, a realistic um, Go, what might not necessarily be a realistic um, ideal of, of per- perfection. And so, again, I believe our imaginations allow for us to create and recreate worlds that we might think we want to live and exist in, but give us a place to sort of try that out without actually having to sort of live through that. Does that make sense? Did, did you get what I just said? You know, being able to just imagine doing a certain thing or being a certain person, you know, or, or living in a particular part of the world, you know, and and having a space, a safe space, a creative space to sort of envision that, try that out without fully committing to to it, you know, in in real-world time. It's an extension again of our co-relationship with God, our co-relationship with the Creator, to create and recreate a reality that indeed mirrors um, our best interests. Greetings, Arisha, I knew you wouldn't be not far behind. Yes, Imani Sankofa, it is indeed a superpower, um, and it's a, a greatly underrated superpower because again it is your writers it is your creators it is the makers of a product that that often have the the the, the, the largest number of zeros behind their bank account <laughs> you know are often the people who create the thing you know who make a thing who come up with the idea uh, we now say intellectual property uh that wasn't a common word in usage, a common phraseology, I should say, in usage in the 1960s and the 1970s, you know, when I was growing up, uh, in my memory, the first um, memory I can feel in my body of us saying that um, had to be in the last 15 years, maybe, you know, just the notion of intellectual property. Once upon a time, we believed that anything of value was physical. Your, your house, for example. Uh, then, you know, we went through that that 1980s, the material 80s, a regular, uh, designer jeans leading to designers, this, that, and the other, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, being a, a thing, um, rebuking the, the idea of the, of the welfare queen. Some of y'all know what generation I'm talking about. I may have went too far back on some of y'all, but, um, yeah, it was at that time that, you know, we had to have a Cadillac and we had to have, you know, a Lincoln, and then we had to be reeducated about value, you know, and and understand that your car loses a certain amount of value the minute you drive it off the lot, you know, as opposed to your house, your property, your things that we tend to invest in for The longer term, I was probably well into my thirties back before I understood the the value uh, that depreciates on certain items versus the the value that continues to increase. You know, on other items, these are kind of the the kind of things that inquiring minds need and want to know. These are the kind of things that our our young people need to fully understand. You know, by time they're ten, eleven. 12. And, and indeed, much younger, you know, if, if we can make that happen. But we we have a society that at the same time, puts up roadblocks to imagination, puts up roadblocks to creativity, um, still, uh, to some degree, presents, um, you know, a more uh, industrialized future as somehow a more secure one uh, than, you know, one dependent on art or depending on uh, uh, creation of things. And we know that that is indeed changing. It is indeed turning, you know, in the last 20 years. Uh, I, being born in the late 60s, live in a very unique time to sort of see and even remember uh, black and white TV while still knowing what HDTV is and, 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 <laughs> and, and how to stream and how to apply that. So imagination is is the closest thing to spirit, in my opinion. Our ability to create and be imaginative is the closest thing to God, in, in my opinion. A person has to learn to navigate their imagination, and their visualization, and their dreams, and their mind imagery, to be a reader, to be a, a, a prophetic. Speaker, to be a prophet, you know, to, to be a bit of a fortune teller requires your ability to navigate your creative imagination and determine real from imagination, determine plausible from what's not plausible or, or, or it's not realistic. So I think being, uh, again, the, tra- the time traveler can, one, be an extension of our extraterrestrial ancestry but two for those of you who aren't there yet <laughs> can also be just an extension of our our just divine humanity our being both clay and earth and in organisms and mammals but also embodying spirit uh, and the question you know do animals possess soul do animals possess spirit but we watch and witness dogs cats of the animals you know experiencing the dream state um, and we fully understand what the dream state is not now is it just a re- regurgitation of, of what has already taken place what has already happened um, but is it also you know an idea of, of something to come a wanting of something to come So our, our closest uh, spiritual uh, connection, I believe, is our ability to create, our ability to be imaginative, our our ability to be childlike in many ways in how we look at or address some problems. Some problems require a more childlike mind, a a less cluttered mind to, to address. And then there are other much more complex, you know, equations in our reality that that come with the benefit of wisdom, of maturity, you know, of, of being an elder of, of, of a certain age, and then pulling from our elders, taking the offerings of our elders, and then the offerings of our ancestors, which forever resonates in in your blood, for forever resonates within the, the DNA. Um, Greetings, greetings. I hope I'm not missing my chat. Uh, The Goddess Initiative says it works both ways. Those negative thoughts exist in the duet and crystallize in the here and now. Yes. Yeah, in the dark matter, in in the uh, dark energy, you know, and in some cases indeed in the body of the black hole. For some of us who are adhering to a, a ritual calendar, today is a uh, a black and blue day, or a black, blue, and white kind of day. And it's a day that I like to pull out black stones, like uh, black tourmaline, for it, for instance, which can contain and, and, and process some of the higher barbatory levels of light and of white light. If you see how the light hits the surface of your black tourmaline, uh, in, in those bright spots, and so we use black tourmaline to remove negative energy, to get rid of things that we don't need, while stripping away the truth, while stripping out what's most useful, what's most beneficial, and and charging that with light so that it can be reinfused in other ways in our reality. Understanding that all energy was created. At the big bang, all energy. So the energy has to be cleansed, has to be stripped away to go somewhere. We don't just smudge ourselves clean to take our spiritual baths and it all just sort of goes down the drain. Well, goes down the drain to where? Just like the rest of our plumbing, it has to go somewhere. Just like our garbage, it has to go somewhere. And when it's not contained, when it's not properly uh, handled, um, then it ends up somewhere else in nature, quite, where we, you know, don't want it. Not fully understanding that it's still here. <laughs> you know, we, we, we bury it under the under the ground. We, we buried it beneath oceans. We, we, we put it in, in, in barrels and, and tuck it away in, in, in caves. To what end? To what end? And and in the past, with the understanding that, you know, I'm only here for a quick minute, I'm not really concerned about maybe those who, who, you know, are coming after me, Uh, some would even say they weren't concerned about, you know, us, so, you know, and and it has gotten passed down. But as society has continued to evolve, we better understand now that, you know, your plastic have to subsequently end up somewhere, your contaminants subsequently have to end up somewhere. Your your waste product subsequently is recycled to the best of its ability, but then ultimately it has to end up somewhere. And so when we are, you know, removing said dark energy, when we're doing, you know, said shadow work, you know, when we're doing the spiritual bath, you know, the cleansing bath, even the baptism, where then does the shadow go? Where then does The darkness go, if indeed light is energy and energy is is eternal. So, as a a, a bit of a a amateur quantum metaphysician, I I look at things, other things that exist in the sky, uh, and how they resonate with experiences that we have as as spirits inhabiting the physical incarnation. So your black holes, your, your supernovas, your other stellar and cosmic events that, that happen in the sky that humanity is still growing up to, still evolving to in our understanding. We're still not entirely clear on what dark energy is and how it operates, what dark matter is and how it operates. We could only use our imagination and a little bit of math and a little bit of science to sort of envision a reality that mirrors our present level of understanding. And as we continue to grow and as we continue to evolve and as we continue to learn more and gather and gain new information that then subsequently can and will and should transform, it should evolve with time. And so each generation should be smarter than the last generation, should be better equipped than the, than the generation that came uh, before. And so we've seen, you know, young children now who can navigate devices and, and technology, but grown folks, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, who can't navigate their emotions, <laughs> who can't navigate their feelings, who still can't navigate their thoughts. Who still can't navigate their memories, and, and in some cases are, are having a hard time navigating their visions um, of a future. Uh, particularly if they're used, using the prism of their past, or even in some cases their present as sort of a temperature as to where they're going to be in the future. And so we would think that with you know certain technologies and certain developments. Uh, In the world, you know, that it gives us a little bit more time to not hunt protein, to not gather, you know, uh, and that we should have more brain power, that we should now be a little bit more spiritually, mentally, emotionally uh, mature. Uh, but, But we may be missing something in the time that we take to just feel the breeze on our face, to just experience the, the change in the weather, to look at the, the stars in the sky, the, the moon stages in the sky, the other, you know, sky events, you know, we could also be losing, chipping away at our our imaginations, chipping away at, at our dark conscious, our subconscious, chipping away at the possibilities of what might exist beyond uh, the said known world, what, what we have been taught to accept as the uh, the borders of reality into something else, into, indeed, the, the unknown. So we are time travelers. And so we are also, uh, to some degree, um, what's the word? Um, we, we are more, me and my cousin were talking about this uh, yesterday, I think it was. Uh, we're more than one person at various moments in our growth, in our evolution, in our reality. We're not always the same person either. Uh, some of us, you know, in, in bad traffic, a rough day, you know, certain triggers in place, you, you become a whole other person than what we see when you're here in this room or, or, or when you're in line you know, at at the grocery store and and you're confronted by, you know, the Karen or the Shaniqua, you know, you become a whole nother person. Uh, Some of us, and I once upon a time was a guy who claimed to be, you know, I worked better under pressure. I I so had to believe that at the time. Uh, I was under pressure at the time. So it was to my, it behooved me at the time (laughs) to believe that I worked best under pressure and, and then to sort of live up, you know, to that. But as we grow, as we evolve, as we learn new things, you know, the pressure should just like a good workout or so I've been told, the pressure should be reevaluated. The number the amount of weight should be reevaluated, you know, and, and the and the challenge should now be evolved to to a, another space in our evolutionary process to allow for a greater degree of of growth and development. It's real easy to anticipate, uh, even in our imaginations, things in the world being perfect, uh, having, you know, all the money you might desire, having all the the love you might want in the world, all the physical, you know, possessions you might, you know, desire in the world, uh, and, and even in the conscious of thinking that in our imaginations, what, you know, what then is the challenge? Where then lies the challenge? And how then do we further our, our ability to grow? I watch a lot of reality TV, probably as much reality TV as I watch uh, documentaries. Uh, I I'm, I'm mix my uh, academic entertainment <laughs> with with my sort of reality-based entertainment, you know, and and it's real curious to me as sort of a social science, you know, an exercise, social exercise. um, You know, these people are said to be beautiful. In some cases, they're claiming to be more beautiful than than the average. Uh, More money, more resources. Uh, Spouses that are wealthy and, and attractive and and uh, entertaining and 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 funny and 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 all that kind of stuff, um, but it is in those moments of drama that the ratings are highest, that the audience is said to be uh, the most invested, uh, the most likely to be tuned in, and it's something about you know the active learning process, you know, if you will, of the reality that uh, is entertaining to us uh, on camera, but not so much when it's happening to you in real time, <laughs> you know, in in, in in real dimensions, you know, whether it be your spouse, your children, health issues, you know, other degrees of crisis that, you know, this world, this life, uh, humanity uh, can sort of throw in your way. And it only further sort of um, stretches my imagination, my ability to envision how creativity, being able to be still, be silent, to be meditative, to be visual. For some of you, it's just as difficult to dream and and envision color as it is for you to sit in silence for 15 minutes, you know, or or to sit in, in, in stillness. You know, for a few for a few moments, and so we, we've got to be careful that we're not losing parts of, indeed, uh, our divinity as we continue to sort of redefine humanity and, and what human is and what it means to be to be human. Yes, uh, beloved Orisha, everyone can get caught up on their humanness including myself. Uh and when you don't do it, uh nature has a way of putting you right in the in the zone. Uh sometimes it's 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 health. Sometimes it comes up in other ways. Um, greetings Cheryl O, greetings beloved, um Tammy Pryor. Uh yeah, anybody else? Did I miss anybody? Tyson Owen talking about A tracks. So you really trying to like date certain people in the room. That's not cute. <laughs> So we. what about reel-to-reel? Okay, I had a reel-to-reel. Okay. <laughs> I had a reel-to-reel, and I would, you know, before mixing and, and rapping and hip-hop was even like a thing, you know, I had reel-to-reel, and I would lay piano tracks that I would play myself on top of each other, you know, to create, you know, certain sounds. Little did I know, you know, little do we know, you know, what we're – playing around with, what we're experimenting with uh, when we do go into our imaginations. And that's why I strongly support journaling, journaling. I'm begging you to journal. I'm, you know, pleading with you to journal. I'm offering to you to journal. I'm giving strong advice that you should be journaling. It's, it's just amazing to me, particularly in, in this group, you know, the businesses that we just led float in one ear and out the other, the, the book ideas, the movie ideas that we allow to, to come in and sit on our chest and then like a butterfly just fly away without documenting that, c- capturing that, writing that down, audio taping that, videotaping that. And, and so we're not computers, but we are indeed God having this physical experience and so, you know, like with the atmosphere and the changing of the of the currents, uh, uh, whether they be water currents or air currents, the movement of life, you know, whole businesses pass through our grasp, whole ideas, and, and some of you remember back in early twenty twenty, I said that there were some people that were doing some things, working on some things, you know, that were going to make them millionaires in a year you know, wealthy, you know, in the coming years. Again, birthed out of creativity, imagination. So not only are we like time travelers, we're also able, within the confines of our spirit and our imagination, um, envision being things other than just human. You know, we somehow have humanized pets to, to a degree. Uh, to where we've sort of lost the line between humans and, <laughs> and humanity and, and and our pets. Um, the uh, usage of caricatures and avatars now has elevated in a whole new way in our entertainment, in our movies, in our in our videos. Um, Squid Game is just a whole nother something else. Uh, just yeah, it, it, it's a whole nother something else. Greetings, uh, uh, Big Chief. Greetings, greetings. Welcome. Welcome to the room. Oh, wow. A whole hour has passed. I'm certainly grateful for you all taking the time out to uh, listen to me share, uh, to listen to me ramble, to listen to me teach, depending on who you ask. Um, I'm always grateful uh, that my family shows up, my blood relatives shows up, my neighbors show up, uh, my my friends show up, my frenemies show up. Uh, Just, uh, I like, you know, again, what creativity and imagination and and the usage of technology can do for us. Uh, For some of us uh, who grew up in the Jetson era, we've been looking for the Jetsons uh, for for some decades now. (laughs) You know, we're closer now to what we saw in the Jetsons than, you know, any other time uh, in my, you know, living reality. Uh, We're much closer. What we're still lacking are the flying cars, uh, some of the technology and machinery that, you know, would ultimately replace jobs and people, if we see it the way it was envisioned in in the Jetsons. But, you know, creating food, creating products and and just spitting things out, you know, um, we certainly have arrived at that you know with with the walmart era with the big box era um the mass producing of, of plastic and metal and cheap metal products but you know like um your cigarette lighters you know where does all of that end up whose ocean does that end up in um you know um your dishware you know not your expensive dishware that you're you plan to keep for 40 years and passed down to, you know, to your, your daughter. But the cheap stuff that y'all buy at the dollar store, that you buy at Walmart, that you get at Target, that you get in Bed, Bath, and beyond, you know, whose ocean does that end up in? So we've got to uh, check our cycling and recycling of energy. Greetings, uh, Big Chief. Oh, it's okay with, you know, timing. It's all relative. Timing is relative. Uh, you're here indeed when you should be, when you need it to be, when, when spirit needs, what have you to be. So as long as I don't show up late <laughs> for the show, I guess we, we're good. I guess we're good. Yes, yeah, so we're also, you know, time traveling. We're also, you know, able to be more than one person in the course of our, our human lives. Um, are we a bit of shapeshifters to some degree? Maybe not in the fullness of the word, but, but are we indeed shapeshifters to some degree? Um, and, and do we indeed become and change who we become to the outside world along with our physical development? You know, you outgrow shoes, especially when you're a child. You outgrow clothes you know, within a season, within a certain number of, 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 of months, <clears throat> indeed. But then as you get a little bit older, you start to buy things that maybe are on trend, and you might keep them a few years, you know, and then as you get even older or more mature, and in some cases, a greater degree of income, you might buy things that last longer, that have a greater degree of value that, you know, you might need to put into cold storage, you know, do certain, you know, seasons, you know, of the year. And so are we indeed also shapeshifters? Do, you know, we dress a certain way when we're young and flirty and and, and everything is not so serious. And, and do we change, you know, not just as you become parents, but maybe you take on positions in the community or positions, you know, in, in your culture or, or positions within the dynamics of your your church, you know, and and we change and we go through a metamorphosis, you know, along with that. So we are are talking today um, for my newcomers um, about being time travelers, and we talked a little bit about, you know, how excessive time traveling can lead to real-world disorders like anxiety, living in the future, too much worrying is living in the future. I wonder if, do I have enough? Am I enough? Is this going to happen when my, when my child, you know, is out there in, in these streets? In, in the streets, you know, um, that's living in the future and, and creating a degree of anxiety. Um, too much living in the past can lead to depression can lead to a low sense of self-esteem. Um, can lead to, you know, excessive um, uh, sense of, of, of over accountability for, for things that are in your control, or were not in your control uh, whatsoever. But we play them out and replay them out. And we talked also about how um, I believe that it is divinely innate and inherent. To be human that we be time travelers that we have an ability with with our imagination with our minds with our spirits with our hearts have the ability to go forward and backward in time for beneficial purposes as long as we're conscious of the beneficial purpose so so then i went on to talk a little more about um not just being time travelers but uh, we sometimes being more than one person at various. You know, some of you have your workplace persona versus your at home when you hang it out on the stoop with, with your neighbors persona. Uh, we have uh, our professional face and, and our casual face. You have your private face for your loved ones and your intimate and, and and your closest, you know, a friend. So we're also more than one person at various stages of our of our development and our growth and, and our evolution. It's, it's curious to me when people say, "Oh, you know, you're being fake or, or what is fake? And, and, and again, it's one of those big words with no real clear you know, de- defining, you know, parameters except for those of the person who's using the word at the time. And so we metamorphosize and, and, and change up in our humanness to, from our animal nature to our spirit nature depending on the task depending on the lesson depending on the crossroad that we might be in um and i like i'm brand new every five years goddess initiative it, it kind of reminds me of something that i learned uh back in my 20s that Every cell in your body, I believe it's every seven years, every cell in your body has to be renewed, regenerated, recreated, every seven years. So every cell in your body has to be renewed, recreated, redone. And some regenerate a lot faster, skin cells, your hair cells can generate a lot faster, but much more complex organs. You know, every seven years are basically remaking themselves out of what has been the past, what has been fed into it, you know, up up until a particular point. Um, And then um, the future is sort of measured out, you know, between God's timing and how well we take care, you know, of the vessel, you know, of the body. And, and that, too, is transforming. You know, how my grandparents viewed health and wellness and diet and nutrition is very different from my parents' generation, very different from my generation. And it's indeed different from the 30-somethings and the 20-somethings um, that are growing up now and are beginning to, you know, have children and, and raise children. So I like that idea of being a brand new you every five years. Uh being conscious of your, your body's ability to remake itself, to renew itself, to repair itself, you know, through seasonal change, for however length of time uh, we've been blessed with, we've been gifted with uh, here on, on Mother Father Earth. Greetings, y'all. I got something in the oven I need to go and check on. Give me just a quick moment. I invite your questions or comments or requests, your phone calls at area code 845-277-9143, 845-277-9143. Do press the number one on your telephone keypad, and I will most certainly unmute and open your I'll uh, Just give me a quick moment. Mm-hmm. Dash of cayenne to the root
2: Gonna put on my Greek, grease suit Boil a gumbo Hot and steady Don't care if Freddy ready Gone free at that old cemetery Down on Clebone where she's buried for your patience.
1: Um, it's not burnt, but it's where it needs to be. So I'm grateful I stopped it when I did. Um, I am so appreciative of those of you who join me here at High Noon, US Standard Time, all around the world, whatever time zone it is in your world. And I'm always amazed um, at the movements of the Blog Talk Radio map, uh, which Keep track of your listening audience and where uh, in the globe uh, they listen from, um, where they might reside and and, or listen from. Uh, Hong Kong, Australia, UK, Canada, and, of course, the United States have, you know, long been some of my top listening audience, but I'm also um, grateful for and, and thoroughly surprised by places like Indonesia uh, the Philippines, uh, India, China, Pakistan, Iran, Turkey—places that I can't speak your language, but indeed you can uh, speak English and, and understand ours—and we're, and we're grateful. Japan, Russia, Australia, um, South—excuse oh, me—South Africa, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, Uganda. Kenya, Ghana, Nigeria, Niger. I'm always grateful. Grateful when my uh, audience in the motherland listens and participates. I'm also often conscious of politically what's going on in, in certain areas of the world and how that may affect uh, the listening audience. Uh, for for example, Ethiopia, Tigray. You know all the drama that's happening. You know, in, in that region of the world, none of our East, North uh, East African, Northeast African uh, countries are are lighting up as they once did. So the internet has either been uh, greatly curtailed there, uh, or limited uh, in terms of people's ability to access uh, the sites that they normally uh, would access, uh, and, or it could just mean that my audience has gotten smaller uh, in some of the Islamic. Uh, regions of the world, uh, but we still have a strong audience listening in Turkey, in Iran, uh, in, in Pakistan, in India, uh, Bangladesh, and so these um, are, are regular participants, regular listeners to the show. Of course, Europe, Germany, Austria, France, Switzerland, uh, Spain, Portugal, the UK, I'm I'm grateful for my regular and consistent listeners in in the Ukraine, Poland, Finland, just amazing to me. Argentina, Brazil, uh, Venezuela, uh, Democratic Republic, um, Democratic, excuse me, (laughs) CO, The uh, Dominican Republic. some reason, I always get Democratic Republic of Congo and um, Dominican Republic in my head, on my tongue at the same time. But, yeah, we are um, listened to still just all over the world, and it's just amazing to me. Uh, The pandemic has affected listenership, I believe, to some degree. And so uh, in certain regions, the, the listenership has increased. Uh, and, and in other regions, the, the, the listenership uh, has decreased. Uh, but, but I always think first to look at politics and what's going on uh, in that region of the world um, that could uh, affect uh, their access to Western uh, education, Western entertainment, Western Internet, Western social media. Uh, for example, you can't access Facebook in, in Ethiopia. Um, uh, unless you, you know, can hide your IP address or show up, you know, in, in other regions. Uh, but generally speaking, you can't access social media of that of that type uh, in, in a great deal of Ethiopia. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Um, like many of you, this should be, and, and, and it's consistently going to be more of a lunch break for me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop uh, either burning up my meals or letting my meals get cold uh, while many of you enjoy your midday snacks uh, while you are listening and participating in the show. And I'm, I'm certainly grateful. So I'm going to give it a few more minutes before I um, I move forward. Uh, Big Chief Kevin, um, yeah, we still got some things to talk about in terms of your podcast. I also want to make sure you're aware since you are in the neighborhood, of the uh, event Miss Glorious Giving at the Garden. Uh, for those local New Orleanians, Miss Glorious Garden, here in the 70116, uh, uh, the 6th Ward, Miss Glorious Garden presents Bohar and the Free Spirit Drummers in stilt dancers. Uh, this will be uh, August 20th That's our, what, Wednesday from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at 900 North Claiborne. Uh, They're asking for $15 by way of cash app. So that's your dollar sign Ms. M.S. Gloria Garden. So there's no Gloria, no S after Gloria. So it's, it's dollar sign M.S. Gloria Garden. Join us for a fun-filled evening of drumming, dancing, still walking performers, uplifting the spirits of New Orleans after Hurricane Ida. Uh, I believe this was rescheduled from an event that was supposed to have happened a few weeks back. And so it's October 20th, between 5 and 9 p.m., 900 North Claiborne, Claiborne and, and Dumain. You can also visit Miss Gloria's with an S, M-I-S-S. G-L-O-R-I-A-S garden, missgloriasgarden.com. And you can also visit uh, her and her lovely daughter by way of Instagram at Ms. Ms. Gloria uh, G-L-O-R-I-A-S garden on Instagram. And of course, if you're local, you can text me, email me. You know, if you want a reminder or you want more information about this event and this glorious garden. Uh, love Miss Gloria, another successful transplant with a green thumb, just like me. I had a bit of a green thumb when I was up north, and I continued that on when I moved south. It's one of the reasons I moved south. I wanted to be able to grow, harvest food, herbs, plants, you know, all year round if I wanted to. So I appreciate Miss Gloria and what she brings to the community. Her events are always fire on lit, as the kids say. So I invite you to support her and this um, upcoming event uh, on Wednesday evening. Got a lot going on. Um, some projects that I'm indeed working on, some that I can share. And, and, and I do and I will continue to do so when I can. Others that I cannot, um, that I find non-disclosure and, and, and contractual agreements on, but um, there'll be a lot happening in coming weeks and coming months and in coming days. And so I appreciate um, every one of you for your continued support. Uh, as I said earlier in the show, um, Beloved Denise is in full motion in terms of uh, walking tours, and in some cases, riding tours, uh, but I think for the most part, walking tours. Uh, she, like I, has a COVID, a COVID pr- protocol that she's following, so make sure you reach out to her to schedule your Tour Plus experience here in Treme, here in Ivorville, uh, here in the Lafitte here in the French Quarter, here in this beautiful city of um, New Orleans. I am uh, limiting new people coming in to initiate. Um, If you are not already in motion, if you're already in motion, everything is cool. Uh, And I'm indeed grateful for the families, not just the individuals, but the, the mom, the dad, the grandparents, uncles, the aunts, the kids. I'm just grateful for the whole families that are indeed, um, I'm seeing signs uh, that, you know, our community is slowly beginning to make that turn, uh, to turn that corner from, you know, um, re-addressing sort of a, a religious dogmatic structure, you know, that has been placed on us uh, to one that looks more in our image. Indeed, more people are turning to the ancestors now than ever before. Um, DNA services like Ancestry.com and 23andMe have played a, a crucial role in moving that that forward, in my opinion. Um, not just sort of the the general honoring of the ancestors, which really goes back to the time of Marcus Garvey, uh, and and most certainly times before that are just not quite as well documented. But um, today, more, um, your actions are now lining up with what we say. Our demonstration is is beginning to line up more with what we say we we want and what we say uh, we believe. And I'm truly grateful to be a part um, of that ministry and that movement uh, and giving people a place to to retire to to look for to to run to. Um, I'm never been here to sort of prophetize or witness or convert people uh, to voodoo. That's that's never been my my goal. Um, however, as people continue to flee from and move away from, you know, organized. Uh, religious systems for their own reasoning, I I just want to be able to present an alternative that's reasonable, that's rational, that's uh, realistic, that's obtainable, that's empowering for us as it has been established for, you know, our cousins, you know, in in other parts of the world for for generations now. Uh, the, The time when we will see, generations of Africans born in America, uh, making the journey to the motherland continues to increase. Uh, Making the journey to Jamaica, making the journey to the Bahamas, making the journey to Brazil, you know, only continues to, to increase, but we're also seeing sort of a soul journey within. Taking this soul journey within to the deeper, you know, spaces of of who we are and what we bring to the table and and what already exists and stand up, you know, in our DNA, our memory, in our ancestral memory, um, in a a space that we are continuing to carve out and create where we can do that um, peacefully within the confines of our own space. Um, create sacred spaces for honoring ancestors, for acknowledging uh, ceremony and and ritual within our community. Much way we have temples and religious structures and and buildings and clubhouses, you know, for for hundreds of years, you know, in this country. A time when we can see that beginning to form and, and beginning to look more like ourselves. And indeed, like each other. So I look forward to continued opportunities to work, not just, you know, with the individual. And Lord knows I I love and support the individual, you know, who comes to me on a request or out of a need or or, or a sense of urgency. Um, but, But I also am very appreciative of the whole families, the married couples, the moms, the dads, you know, the lovers, you know who are now teaching their children and their families, you know, how to acknowledge the ancestors and how to respect uh, traditional African based and and indigenous aboriginal world systems, uh, how to respect uh, these uh, cultures and practices. If if not on equal footing to, on a greater footing um, than before. uh, Absent of you know, white supremacy and oppression and and racism and and, and bigotry and, and and many other things that we still continue to uh, battle, continue to face. Um, greetings, uh, Craig Burns. Greetings, greetings. I certainly appreciate you and everyone else who's here with me for another edition of Revolutionary Who Do New Orleans good and Secrets and Recipes on Vlog Talk Radio. Uh, StreamYard, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, not Instagram, um, EarthCam, and and many other locations. I'm certainly grateful for those of you who will enjoy and listen to the show in podcast in archive. Um, So I'm always grateful uh, for those who take the time out of the middle of your day to be here, to be present, and to share with us. Uh, in in this space. Indeed, I'm grateful. Uh, Today, we are feeding and acknowledging the warriors, our foundation builders, those who bring not only foundation, but structure and discipline and order and organization. You know, um, the ancestors that taught us how to feed ourselves, how to house ourselves, how to create tools, how to create weapons, uh, how to make uh, advanced technology for for healing you know this is a day in the ritual calendar of things that we acknowledge those who came before and who passed those gifts down by extension of practice and and by blood to us Um, and it's for that that i'm i'm indeed grateful to be here with you um i'm going to move forward in shortly my Hunger is now getting the way of my thought process. I certainly am grateful for everyone who's showed here with me today on all platforms. I look forward to sharing and being here with you again next time at High Noon U.S. Central Standard Time. Remember, you can always visit me 24 hours a day at Divine Prince at House of the Divine Prince com, divine prince at house of the divine prince.com my website also has a contact form so if you just go to my website at www.houseofthedivineprince.com there's a contact form that you can also fill out there that will automatically email your question comment or request to me I look forward to assisting you further in your endeavors. Okay, so thank you all for being with me today, this October 18th, Monday, October 18th. And I look forward to connecting here with you again next time. All is truly and indeed a blessing. Ashe, 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 Ashe. say. Thank you all for your continued support and listenership and love and appreciation. But I'm indeed hungry. Hungry hungry. And I'm gonna eat my food before it gets cold.
2: Congo Square. The almost Indians the almus Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival. A sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. The Omus Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival. Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. And as the colonizers came, our host, the Omus Indians, They pushed aside our hosts. The colonizers came and pushed aside our hosts and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Les Places de Congo, we somehow, and the how of our somehow, persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, thusly we Counted the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square. To Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves, save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life we beat, we be, we was and is. Hail Congo Square. Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate. A world heralded by the beat, 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 being, beating, being of black heart drum, heart beat, heart beat. Heart, be at this place, at this place, be heart, be, be, we, beating place in new world space, beating being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace, our dance is the God walk, our music, the God talk, first thing we do. Let's get together. Circle ourselves into community. No beginning. No end. Connected together. And singing. Ringing. Singing. In a ring. Second, let's be original. Aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we or be bamboola dance, be bonza music, and sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget, even when we can't remember the specifics we must retain the essentials. Let us remember, never to forget, even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy, must retain and pass on the essential usness that others want to dissipate with out of us. Whoa! No matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, deep inside us is us, deep inside us is us, remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free, the beat to free us. It is morning, a sun day, a feel, a field without shade, but dark, dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing the sun, ...with our elegance. We are centuries later now... ...and still this sacred ground calls us... ...to remember... ...to beat... ...to be... ...we are centuries later now... ...and still this sacred ground calls us... To remember To beat